Welcome to Hanging with the Brothers, sports talk from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me, as usual, are my brothers. Yep. How you guys doing? Hello. Hello. You know, Good. you know, I've realized something. A couple of things. Um, one, we cannot take two weeks off anymore. Sorry, Mike, you're not allowed to go on vacation. Jason, you're not allowed. I'm not allowed to go on vacation, so you guys can't go on vacation. No more vacations for me? No more. I don't go on vacation, so you don't have to worry about that. Well, you, you were just on a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, first time in like three years. Well. Oh. So we got um, three more years with having Jason around. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, at least we'll have Jason. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, and I didn't even go anywhere, so we technically could have done the show. Didn't well, really. it's true. We would have had to record it on our phones, Jay, because I don't know how to use this equipment. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, but uh, let's uh, let's get started with pleasantries. How's that sound, Mike? We're gonna start with you, seeing how you just came back from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, see, si. hello, Apple. So, how was your week in Puerto Rico, Michael? Boy, then mucho grande. Uh, it was not good, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it was um, mucho grande. It it was like um, a, it was interesting. The food there was horrible. Hmm. We could not find a good. We were eating five star restaurants with James Beard and nominee uh, nominated chefs, and the meal was like McDonald's would have been better than that. Hmm. Interesting. Do they have McDonald's there? They have Burger Kings. There were like ten Burger Kings on the way to the hotel. Interesting. It was still pretty in shambles, but they were they were still rebuilding. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it was fun, and Isabella had a great time, which, you know, is all that really matters. But I'm back, and um, I'm not tired or anything, so I won't yawn. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that, because I am tired, and you're making me yawn. So. But how about you, Jay? I'm good. I mean... Glad to be back on the show. It was a long week. I didn't know what to do with myself. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nothing super exciting going on here. I mean, All right. My da- my daughter goes to college next Monday, so Holy we're moving her into her dorm crap. on Monday. Oh my god, dude, that's that, crazy. That's happening. That that's crazy. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. That means you're getting old. Yep. That means. But everything else is good. Yeah, Mike. That means you're getting older. So. I know. I'm almost dead. <laughs> what about you, Big Daddy? Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I got uh got my uh new little little guy laying next to me. Yeah, I put him on the floor because he kept sliding off the chair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I got my puppy, Desmond. He's in the studio. Desmond Howard, if you're listening, he is named after you. You better not poop or pee in here. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, it'll be all right. Um. But uh, no, I'm doing all right. Just you know, busy as usual. It's been a crazy week. It's just I'm like you, Jay. You know, we take a week off, and it just doesn't feel right. It's like, what do I do? You know, I I, I just really, it's just so much fun being here and you know doing this. And so, but you know, ultimately, Michael, I'm magnificent. That's my word of the night. Magnificent. Nice. Stop doing those big words. I'd be super stellar magnificent if I had hot chips. Oh well. But that's okay. We'll get them eventually. Maybe I'll have to win like five more times before. Maybe you should have like win 10, then get a bag of hot chips. This is just payback for the fantasy football money, Paul. 
taking you know, <laughs> you eight go. million weeks and my trophy. There you go. Okay, so you only had to wait like, like you only had to wait like two weeks. It's not like no, it's not like you right. waited yeah, a long a month. time. It yeah, was about a month. It wasn't that long. Hell yeah. yeah Whatever. That's okay. Whatever. That's okay. You can pay me back now for that. And then when I win my trophy at the end of this season, mm-hmm. um, I'll just make you send it immediately. How about we'll that? See. Oh, you're going to make me. Okay. I see. <laughs> I'll make that's you what send I, it. That's what, what I get to do as a commissioner. <laughs> see. We'll see how that works. So, well, it's it's good to be back. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. Um, I am also super magnificent because we are on itunes yes so anybody listening right now find us on itunes add us to your playlist mm-hmm. your whatever you do on subscribe, iTunes. subscribe you can subscribe subscribe to, to us yes yeah. um so I'm, I'm really excited about that and hopefully soon we'll be on more websites we um, will be it's gonna be the end of this week i'm gonna have us on stitcher um um, what's that? Um, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, Google Spotify. Play, Spotify. We're going to be on all that stuff. Awesome. Well, let's talk about what we're going to do tonight. How about that? Okay. Um, we're going to start out with the Michigan mashup with Ooh, uh, college yeah. football right around the corner and NFL. And unfortunately, Jay, you're going to mention something about the Tigers, but we'll get through it. It'll be a sad moment, but we'll get through it. Um, Jay, you got your top 10 tonight. It's going to be a good I one. Do. And then uh, we're going to talk a little sports and sports talk. Sports talk. And then we'll have the final take. So, Mike, let's, uh, let's get the ball rolling here. Let's move into the Michigan mashup. You got it. All righty, Michael. All right. Well, Jay, let's do this real quick. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's 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 talk about the, let's, the Detroit let's, Tigers. Let's, what let's, has changed in the last two weeks with the Tigers? Is it anything positive? Not a whole lot. So when we talked last, I kind of you know I brought up that they may be able to break the record for most losses in the season. Um, let's just say they haven't improved much since then. I, I was a little, I, I thought they'd lose the last three games of the season in July or the last three games in July, but they actually pulled out two of those. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they're still not looking great. So I think they're at 35 wins now. They're 35 and 81. Ooh. I think when we talked, they were like 32 and 70 something. So it wasn't, <laughs> they haven't improved much. Um, Again, looking at their uh, schedule for the remaining remainder of the season, they've got some pretty tough uh, series, and I really, I just don't see them getting to. I think it's the forty-three win mark to tie the worst record. God, so, that's pretty bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't need to win eight more games in the season, and they've got like forty, yeah, thirty left to play. They're averaging like three wins a month. That's not going to really do it. Can we just so, move? Can we just move the team? Can we just somewhere? stop talking about them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we yeah, can. Yeah, I just you know, yeah, yeah. Kind of feel bad for them, but the only good thing about this is they're bringing up some younger players from Toledo, and then uh, West Michigan Whitecaps are getting a chance to play. So, you know, I think that's good. Get some up in the majors, but uh, they just don't have anybody good on that team anymore. I mean, they kept Boyd, but I still think they probably should have traded him. And got something for him. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll keep close tabs on over the next you know couple months here and see, you know, through August and September yeah. and see. Uh, see if they will can they, hit that will they break the record. Win. Yeah, see if they can either hit forty four wins or stay at thirty five. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I think they're uh, I think they're playing tonight. Actually, no, yeah, they are playing tonight. They they are winning three to two right now. That's Uh-oh. only the top of the fifth. So going to tie that record. Uh oh. Yeah. I, well, we'll see what happens. I probably just jinxed them. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's talk about the other great spectacular team in Detroit, the Lions. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Love so they had their them. they had their uh, first preseason game last week, and Mike, you know who they played, right? Of course they did. I watched it. Okay. So the um, New England Patriots. Yes, the New England Patriots. The and they got crushed. And Tom the, Brady paid, played like four seconds, and they got crushed. I don't even think he played. I think Hoyer no. started. Hoyer started. Well, yeah. Tom Brady didn't play at all, did he? No. Well, I, I saw him put. Did. I saw him talk about his helmet and go to put it on. Maybe, maybe that's he didn't play. Place. Hoyer yeah. started. And then um, that uh, still, still, what's his name? Still Stidman. Stidman from Auburn. Yeah, yeah he, he looked really good. He did good. I mean, he looked really good. Now again, it's the Lions. So well, well, the Lions kicked their ass. Last I mean, year. Paul would have even looked good. Potentially. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. The, uh, I, they, always, they I, kicked, I, I always look good. Just the Lions kicked know. the Patriots ass last year. I mean it was it was a beatdown. So I don't want to hear it's just Lions, but it is preseason. Yeah, so you I know. mean I watched the whole game. I know you guys were you know, Mike's on Puerto Rican time and whatever he see. was doing eating bad food. Oh see. um but I did watch the game and you're right, Mike. You got to kind of take it into perspective. It is a preseason game. It's a mm. bunch of pretty much scrub players playing. Um, my yeah. only concern was the first couple series, the Lions' offensive line. It was it was pretty much their starters, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't look great. Really. No, usually, I mean, usually the starters start the first quarter. You know, so except for yeah. maybe the quarterbacks or maybe some of the running backs didn't start. But. Most, yeah, most of them did not. I mean, they. I mean, Stafford didn't play. No. Um, Carryon Johnson didn't play, and most of the defensive starters did not play. So, right. but again, I look at New England. You know, they weren't playing a bunch of their starters, no. so their their depth is w- apparently way better than the Lions. So, right. my concern with the Lions right now, I, I just thought they would show up a little bit better. They've been talking about, oh, we've got all this depth. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the depth they've got, they're in big trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and we talked a little bit, Paul, the other day about some of the rookies that kind of stood out, you know, and you said, eh, it's preseason, they're not even playing starters. But, you know, when they stand out to a point to where they're phenomenal, that means they're, they're kicking the Yeah, but I mean, what, but what did I say? What did I say? This is where we almost you know got it. This is what, where we almost got into it, Jay. Yeah, we did. Um, we so we're talking about Chase Winovich, and, and Chase. Winovich, had, Winovich had, a, had a good game. Seven sacks. But... Six, he had a sack. Not he had seven. a sack, like seven tackles. Seven tackles. But New England had New England had seven sacks in the first half. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, go ahead. But, but, but what I was saying is, mm. what I was saying is, you can't take a rookie who's played his first, you know, quarter or two quarters in an NFL game preseason game and talk about him being a great player. I agree. You know, um, and that's the problem with some of these, these things. Now, Chase Winovich had a great game. That's good, but he's mm-hmm. still a rookie. Doesn't even know if he's going to start. Mm-hmm. Don't well, know how much he's going to play. He might have to make the team. I, yeah, I did hear he'll make the team, but oh, I did hear an uh, interview with Belichick, and, like, 
he basically said the kid's got a long ways to go. Like he's probably not going to play a ton this year. Right. So really, I mean, yeah. That's about picking up the system. Yeah, for That's sure. That's about how smart they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but you look at some of the Michigan players that played around the league in this preseason, there were some, like a Devin Bush, that's the one who had all the... Well, oh, Devin Bush and uh, um, Zach Gentry had Zach a great Gentry, game for yeah. Pittsburgh. Well, like Gentry, yeah. But, but don't put him in a Hall of Fame yet. Oh, I just did, sorry. <laughs> and they did cut your boy Etling or whatever, the guy that was a wide receiver. Yeah. They moved yeah. quarterback, they did cut him. Oh, they cut him? New England did, yeah. He's my him. boy? I didn't know he was my boy. They're all yeah, your, you they're all talking all the bottom last time. Yeah, they're all your boys. Yeah, they all are. All he just said that he moved the receiver. Why'd they cut him? Because he's not good. Because he dropped a touchdown pass in the preseason game. And Ooh, he bad idea. is not very good, apparently. So there were a bunch of reasons. I read an article on it this morning. He, I don't know, had a uh, um, offsides or illegal formation against the Lions. So Belichick doesn't like that stuff. No, yeah. you better be. He's been on the team for a while too. It's not like he's a rookie. Uh, he could go play for the Lions and probably start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, you he know. May, actually, he may. Well, he might. He might. We'll right. see. Well, well, either way, yeah, the Lions. I mean, that's kind of my quick take on it. We'll see what they do. They play the Texans uh, this week. I think it's Saturday. Um, I do kind of like Paul. I don't know if you heard kind of what they're doing this year. They're doing like um, scrimmage scrimmages with the team that they're playing. In preseason, so oh, Detroit they've been practicing well, with. Yeah, they've been doing that for a few years now. Yeah, so they'll be practicing with the Texans for Thursday and Friday, then play them on Saturday. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they've been doing that for a few years now because there's been a lot of uh, fights in those practices, and then they go in and play the game, and it's just yeah. just riles everybody up. It's you know, so, I think it's a good idea. I heard an interview with Bill O'Brien, the Texans coach, and you know they asked him, "Do they? Is he?" Would he rather have, does he like having the, was it four preseason games or, you know, they cut those down or whatever. And uh, he actually mentioned, I, I had to think about this a little bit, but he said, I, he thinks they should tele- televise these scrimmages. <laughs> I'm like, would people really watch that though? I mean, would you sit there and watch these guys doing one-on-one drills and stuff? I don't no. really think so. No, I wouldn't. No. I think like it would be a huge thing. I'm like, no. I mean- I mean, if you watch the NFL Network at all, for 10 hours a day right now, they have training camp. Yeah. And they'd yeah. show that stuff, you yeah. know. And, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's cool to see, but I'm not going to sit there for 10 hours and watch it. Yeah. You know. It's not so, good TV. Well, let's, I, uh, usually, I used to never watch preseason football until, like, last year and this year. I'm kind of into it now. So it's because the stupid podcast got me into it. Damn it. Really? Appreciate appreciate the love, Mike. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. All right, well, let's uh, let's quit talking about the Lions because, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I heard a couple of weeks ago they were predicted to go three and thirteen this year, and I, I I might be able to see that happening. We'll make predictions on their season in a little while, but okay. let's let's talk. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how good you are at the predictions this year, Mike. Oh, you know I will be. But uh, let's uh, let's move on to uh, let's talk a little Michigan football. Oh. Uh, we're, uh, we'll talk. We bri- the, we'll talk Michigan we're in, mashup. We're in the Michigan mashup. I did. I did. So we'll briefly, yeah, bri- we'll talk a little bit briefly about Michigan. I mean, we'll talk a lot about them a lot more in the next couple of weeks. But so uh, there's a big controversy out with uh, Jim Harbaugh, Jay, your boy, Jim, um, mm-hmm. that uh, Luke Fickle, former Ohio State coach, uh, who's now and Cincinnati's player. coach, huh? And player, he played for Ohio State. Yeah, whatever. He oh, sucks. That's right. Um, 
Sorry, Luke, if you're listening. I'm a wealth of knowledge, Mike. <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> so uh, so apparently, with the transfer player um, Hudson, um, that uh, he transferred when this year, Jay. I'm trying to uh, trying to get yeah. the full story on this. I've only heard bits and pieces. Year. Yeah, James Hudson. So he came into Michigan uh, as a defensive player, defensive lineman. Um, I think he was a four or five star. He was highly rated. Um, sat out his first year. They wanted to move him to offensive line. He, they did that. Um, didn't really work out. Ended up going into the transfer portal. Well, once he transferred, it came out that he was battling with depression really bad. Um, and according to his family, it was a lot of, because of Michigan moving him from the defense to offensive line, that he was having a very tough time, you know, with that transition. Um, apparently he didn't tell any of the coaches about this. Um, but once he put his name to the transfer portal from the stories I've read and stuff, they basically said, the whole hardball, the all the rest of the coaches basically shut him down, shut him out, like removed him from the his dorm room, um, and the guy he was, you know, bunking with, and basically just didn't talk to him and just let him do his, you know, just let him go. Um, so yeah. Fickle had a lot of words to say about that apparently, because uh, he transferred to Cincinnati. So again, there's a lot to unwind here because there's a lot of back and forth between the two coaches. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if Harbaugh really did anything necessarily wrong. Um, he's definitely for the transfer portal. I think he, you know, has some good thoughts around that. But, um, yeah, I think Fickle just thought that Michigan would treat the player a little bit better on his way out. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm reading right now on this uh, on this story. It's uh, So Fickle... Um, who is obviously, we said, a former player at Ohio State and coach. Yeah. Which definitely fuels to the fire here. Oh, of I'm course. Sure. Absolutely it does. Absolutely. But uh, mm-hmm. he said he got a cold response from Harbaugh when he called him in the offseason and asked whether he would be back, wh- whether he would back Hudson's waiver. Um, you know, he said, I called him to say that I don't, quote, I called him to say I don't know what's going on with all these waivers. But I know James is here. Uh, are you guys going to be vindictive against him or do you want to help this kid? So, I mean, obviously, Luke, if you say something like that, you're going to get a response. You're getting a response. <clears throat> so, uh, whatever. I mean, I don't think Harbaugh did anything wrong. I think, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, like you said, Jay. I mean, didn't even know what was going on until he entered the transfer portal. So, mm-hmm. you know, but. Um, yeah, once he's transferring, yeah, I, see you later. I, I mean, what the hell? I think some of this too goes back in the summer. Harbaugh was on, um, oh, he was on a sports ESPN Sports Talk radio, and it came up around these players transferring and saying they have depression and stuff just so they could get, mm-hmm. you know, eligibility to play. Right. And if I was Harbaugh, I probably wouldn't have gone down that road to even talk about it. He probably should have just shut it down, but he decided to basically say, well, these kids are using this as an excuse because it's very hard to diagnose that. Right. And mm-hmm. they just use it as an excuse to get in. And, uh, a lot of people didn't like him saying that. So, yeah, I, th- I think that kind of started this. I think fickle probably saw an opportunity to 
you know, <laughs> kind of get on Harbaugh about it. Right. Um, well, they, they also made references like to recruiting and like, you know, he made promises to that guy's family and all this stuff. So it's not a great look for Michigan and Harbaugh, but I'm sure it'll be another one of these things that kind of blows over and. Oh, it'll blow over. Once they start quick. playing football. Right. Exactly. So uh, we'll talk a lot more Michigan football. The season starts in 17 days. So we'll talk We'll talk more in the next couple of weeks about Michigan and training camp and players and their schedule, and we'll talk about the Big Ten and all that. But how about right now we move on to Jason's top ten? Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. We got top ten tonight. Yay. Yes. Mm-mm, top ten. Mm-mm, top ten. Top, 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 top ten. Top ten. A top ten, a top, 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 a top, a top, top ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that intro. It's so great. I love it, too. So this will be a little different top ten tonight, guys. And I've, I've switched this up a couple times. We've done some trivia things, which I'm going to bring that back, I think, next week. Um, hopefully Dave's on and we can Dave's maybe not, do all. You know, Dave's not on for oh, two yeah, weeks. Dave's not going to be on next week. Well, we'll still do it next week. Yeah, we'll do it next week, and then I can just get three bags of hot chips. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. I'm probably going to change the prize up. It's going to get expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jason. I've already had to add it into my family budget. So. Um, Where did that all start, man? So, obviously, this is my top ten. So, like I said before, I make the rules. So, we're going to do something a little different. Um, obviously, with the NCAA having their top 25 out, this was what, probably a few weeks ago. They came out with the AP 25. Um, I, but I do want to focus around the top 10 teams that they listed. And I got this list off of ESPN. I know sometimes we've had some issues with them in the past. Mm-hmm. All's fake ESPN news. But yep. um, I think this is it's a list. I just yeah, report I what I see, Jason. <clears throat> I know you do. Doesn't mean it's so right. So I'm going to go through the top 10 teams that ESPN, ESPN lists. And I want to ask you guys. And I'll, I'll just name them off from probably start at number one, actually. And... Uh, you guys tell me if you think they're overrated in that spot. Mm-hmm. Are they underrated or are they just right? Um, so, Big Daddy, you'll start first, and then Mike, mm-hmm. you know, we'll go to you. Okay. So, overrated. Right. Oh. Everybody is overrated. Okay, perfect. Well, we're done. All right, Let's we're done. On. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Do I get hot chips for that? <laughs> no, you don't. So, at number one, the Clemson Tigers um, are, are uh, slotted there. Obviously, defending national champs. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise that they're rated number one. But what do you guys think, Big Daddy? You think they're overrated, underrated, or I think they're right where they're supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. I also agree to that. I think until uh, they're they're knocked off, they should be number one. Yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't Alabama. Well, yeah, plus so. they they lost a lot on defense, but their offense is going to be just as strong, I think. And I don't think they're yeah. going to be much much worse, if any worse, than they were last year. Yeah, I agree. So at number two, Alabama, obviously, we knew they'd be in the top, at least top mm-hmm. three. Um, but where where do you guys think they are? I mean, they lost a lot as well into the NFL. I also just heard that their one of their running backs is out. Um, potentially, I think for the season. I don't know exactly what the injury was, but that's kind of a big blow to them. Um, yeah, but I I think Alabama. I mean, Saban knows how to go deep on his players i think he's gonna be fine i think they're probably where they should be too i mean they they were in the national championship game last year they should be where they're at 
Well, I want to say they're overrated every year. Yeah. And then they prove me wrong. They prove you wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm going to say I think they're right where they're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, yes, they've lost a lot, but Saban is, is notorious for recruiting real well, which he may get caught eventually for doing that. But <laughs> that's a whole other story. Um, but I think they're right where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously those are kind of, I think, I pretty much knew that's probably what we were going to say on those two teams. So right. now it starts getting a little more interesting. So they have Georgia at number three. Mm. Um, again, starting quarterbacks coming back, Jake Fromm. Um, they've got a lot of depth on defense. Um, what do you guys think about that? Paul, overrated, underrated, or right where they should be? Um, I honestly think they are just a little bit overrated. Mm. Um, only because, yes, they, they got a lot of depth on defense, but I don't think their offense is going to be as strong as it was. And Fromm, I don't think, is mm-hmm. that great of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry if you're listening, Jake, but this is how I feel. Um, so I think they're just a little bit overrated. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say the same thing for all the same reasons <clears throat> Big Daddy just said. I'm surprised they were number three, actually. I thought they would be like five. Yeah, I agree. Five or six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of had them, uh, I mean, looking at the next two to three teams, you could argue maybe someone jumps them there, but um, I could see them being a little overrated, but they're they're a pretty good team. Um, at number four, Oklahoma. Um, obviously, big, some big changes there. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts coming in, starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lincoln Riley still there as the coach. Mm-hmm. Their defense was not very good last year, though. Mm-mm. The offense, you know, had to really uh, pick them up in a lot of games. So, Big Daddy, what do you think there? Um, I think they're right where they're, they should be. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to make a big difference for that team now. Is he going to continue the Oklahoma Heisman magic <clears throat> with, you know, two in a row now? Uh, the last two years it's been an Oklahoma quarterback to win a Heisman. I don't know. He's pretty darn good, though. So, mm-hmm. But I agree their defense. I don't think their defense is going to be much better. That They gave up more than 450 yards per game last year. Yeah, they and were just, not good. Right. And I just don't think they got much better. So, But overall, I think you know they're the best team in the Big 12, and I think they're right where they should be. Okay. I don't know. Man, I think they're a little overrated coming in this year. I think they need to be a little higher ranked or lower ranked. I would say maybe – Five or six, right up there with Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So at number five, I'm not even going to give them the the the. I'm going to say the Ohio State Buckeyes are at number five. Mm-hmm. Where Wait. do you guys think? think about that? <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not just saying this because I don't like Ohio State. I'm saying it because it's just being a true college football analyst like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're way overrated. I don't think they should be number five at all. As a matter of fact. Uh, Put them in the top 10, but put them closer to number 9 or 10. I just think, you know, they've lost a lot they've on lost offense. <laughs> they've got their coach that's not there. That was um, the magic right there. You know, Dwayne Haskins, Mike Weber, Paris Campbell, they're all gone. Ryan Day, you know, he's got a new quarterback with Justin Fields. and I just think they're overrated. I don't think yeah. – I'm my dreams and hopes are that they lose five games this year. They probably won't. I don't think but they'll do that. But. I don't think they're. Uh, I think they're definitely overrated for sure. Were they in the? Uh, who was in the playoffs again last year? They weren't in it, were they? No, no. they got left out. Alabama yeah. got in instead of yeah, them. They're, they're too high up in that. I agree with Paul. I think they should be yeah. 
in the top ten, definitely. But that's that's too yeah. high. I mean, they they definitely should be above Michigan, even though they beat Michigan last year. Michigan is way had way more talent last year than they did. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there are a lot of changes going on there, so we'll see. I, I mean, Justin Fields is there's a lot of hype around him, but he hasn't done anything. He is kind of a prima donna at Georgia. Um, obviously, there was a reason he didn't start over Jake Fromm. Um, he's pretty much their whole offense. Now they do have Dobbins coming back, they're running back, but still, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's obviously a lot of guys, um, that haven't played for them that are going to have to step up and we'll see. I think they're slightly overrated, but you know, again, looking at the teams below them, that they're, they could also be kind of right where they need to be. So with saying that number six is LSU tigers. So, um, this team is notorious for kind of starting off the season well and then dropping like three or four games. <laughs> so right, exactly. Um, I'm I'm thinking this one's a tough one for me because I don't think they're overrated at all. But it's it's really are they a little bit underrated? I mean they they have a new uh, they have the former New Orleans Saints offensive assistant Joe Brady as you know the passing game mm-hmm. coordinator and receivers coach and that should help their quarterback Joe Burrow Burrow, Burrow sorry Joe. Burrow. Yeah. Um, that's listen, coming back as the second season as a starter, but he's also a transfer from Ohio State. Just a fun fact there. Thanks for that fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say they're right Golden where they College, should be. Hate them, Big Daddy. Hate them. Hey, I'm going to say they're right where they should be. Maybe a tiny yeah. bit underrated. I would say they're close to where they should be. I don't think they're underrated. They have, they have to prove themselves this year. Well, the only yeah. team they have to prove themselves to is Alabama. The rest of the well, SEC, the SEC won't be a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, the SEC is not a strong conference. No, it's Ooh, not. Did I just say that? Oh, oh. No, they're not. Oh, boy. Um, so, so they're at six. I think they should be seven um, or eight. But, you know, they're, they're probably in that range there. So, you know, it's all going to – after the first few games, we'll know. Just all shake itself up. So at number seven is our Michigan Wolverines. Hmm. Um so obviously had a disappointing end to the season last year, mm-hmm. losing to Ohio State and then losing to Florida. Yeah. And uh, so what do you guys think about them? Obviously a lot of buzz around some of their offensive changes with the new mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. Obviously Shea Patterson stayed. They've got a lot of really good talent at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I am concerned about the running back position. Defense, mm-hmm. there's some young guys going to have to step up. But what do you think there, Paul? Well, my heart says they're way underrated and they're the best team in the country, and I don't know what the heck these AP people are talking about. But reality is I think they're just – with these rankings at number seven, I think they're just a little bit underrated. I think they should be maybe five or six based on their potential for their offense being much better. Mm -hmm. Their defense I don't think is going to be much of any worse at all. I know they lost a lot, but you you do have arguably the best defensive coordinator in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don Brown, so Not I think he is the best. I think uh, I think uh, I think they're just a little bit underrated. I think they should be a couple spots higher. I yeah. agree with that. I think that um, I think the other poll had them at number six, right? One of the other polls does, yeah. yeah. So I think five or six. I think Paul, you're right about all that. They were slightly underrated, but they still, again, like LSU, they have to prove themselves this year. They have to come in and say. Here's here we are, and we're gonna kick your ass. So if they don't, yeah. then they need to be like not even in the top ten. Yeah, sons of bitches. I agree. So at number eight, we had Florida Gators. Um, again. Wow, eight. 
Yeah, they're at number eight. I mean, they finished the season pretty strong, but Felipe Franks is their starter again this year, who I'm not super impressed with. But I don't know. What, what do you think about that, Paul? Um, and pulling in at number eight. And yeah, I, honestly, I think they're 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 right where they should be. I mean, they Florida has the same problem Georgia and, and LSU have. They have to they have to overcome or or um, beat Alabama. I mean, period. I mean, mm-hmm. they got the Bama problem. Um, but with the returning talent and and you know they did go ten and three last year. They did beat Michigan in a bowl game, first time they've ever beat Michigan. So, but you know whatever. Uh, so I think they're right it's where they should be. Time actually. But. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're right where they should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but number nine, uh, we have Notre Dame. Obviously, Michigan plays that, but which is actually different this year because they usually play them like first or second game of the season. This is actually midseason. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one little fun fact about Notre Dame: uh, nine out of their however well they have 10 uh 11 12 games nine of those teams that they play have a bye week but before they play notre dame mm. so that's wow. a pretty big advantage for the teams that they're you know be playing against um but they are ranked number nine so they're they slid in just in the top 10 there what do you guys think about them um i honestly Irish. i think they're a little overrated uh i think they should be somewhere between 11 and 15 I don't know, man. They were in the playoffs last year. I think they're a little underrated. I think they should have a little more respect. They should be up in the seven and eight. They should be a little higher up. <clears throat> I yeah. think that's my opinion. I mean, they had a good season last year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah their schedule. I mean, <laughs> when you look at it, <laughs> whatever. When you look at their schedule, it's not super difficult. Yes, they got to go on the road to Michigan. They play USC, uh, Stanford, and stuff. But you know, we'll see what happens. I think they, every team, almost every team they play, is coming off a rest. Yes, like that's, that's what I said. That sounds like a tough schedule. I don't know. So, well, we'll see what that really, how much that does factor in. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's also a negative because a team has sat for a week, right? And yeah, might as well play as well. So yeah, that's true. Um, and then number ten, um, we have the Texas Longhorns, who's you know they're back as a lot of teams or a lot of people have said. Um, so. I don't know a lot about Texas. I mean, I watched a few of their games last year. They were very streaky up and yeah. down, mm-hmm. but they do. They're starting. Their quarterback is coming back. Um, so yeah, they they round out the top ten here. Well, who's at um, eleven and twelve? Well, so yeah, we can. I can talk about that real quick. So rounding out the eleven kind of through fifteen spot, you have Texas A and M. You have the Washington Huskies. You have Oregon, Penn State, and Utah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going to say first of all, I think Texas is just a. It's hard to say, I think, but only because they got if if their quarterback Sam Ellinger stays healthy, they could be one of the best teams in the country. They do have LSU in week two, so that's going to be a tough game. Um, but I think they're just a tiny bit underrated. I think they could be ranked just a little bit higher. Really? Yeah. Mm. I was um, going to say I the do. opposite. I do. I think they're just a just a tiny bit, but you know, put them at like eight, seven, eight, or nine. But, you know, I say that, and after week two, I may be changing my mind. You always do. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, in my opinion, I think out of those other teams I, I just mentioned, 11 through 15, I think Oregon could potentially be a little higher, maybe in the top 10, or Texas slides maybe to like 11-ish. Um, but just because they do have their starting quarterback coming back, they're not in a very difficult conference in the Pac-12. Pac yeah. Is that what they are now? Pac-12? Yeah, Pac-12. Um, so technically 14, but yeah, 12. Yeah, exa- exactly. It makes zero sense. But, you know, Texas, they're just a weird team to me because they 
recruit fantastic and they have a ton of talent. They just don't seem to develop any of that talent over the over the years. They've had a few guys, yeah, that have been pretty good, but for owning the state of Texas and the I mean, you guys are familiar with high school football in Texas, mm-hmm. it's massive. Yeah. And you know, the recruiting ground there should be huge for them. And I, I know they get good recruits, but boy, they don't seem to develop that talent. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. I mean, maybe they are back. Well, my, my, my quick opinion of those 11 through 15 teams, I think the only one that I think should be in the top 10 instead of number 11 is Texas A&M. I think they're going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher's got, had a heck of a recruiting year. And he think about his – it was his second or third year at Florida State. They won the national championship. Mm-hmm. So I think Texas A&M – I personally would take Notre Dame out of the top 10 and put Texas A&M in. Boom, I said it. There we go. Well, that was the top 10, guys. Definitely a little different this this week, but I kind of wanted to have a little more interaction and talk about this because obviously it's, college football is coming, so it's exciting. Um, good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, I think uh, – thanks, Mike. Thanks for <laughs> I love that. Um, we'll see how much this changes. Obviously, I also have an opinion around, like, should they even have this listing until after, like, four or five games, and then you start ranking – you know, I think there's other things they could do because oh, I agree. most of this crap doesn't even matter until after they start the conferences. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well All that's right. it, Big Daddy. You can we can move on. Let's move on. Let's start talking some sports, Mike. Moving on. Tonight we will be talking about sports. That's right, sports talk. Sports and talking. Sports talk. That's, a, that's still interesting music. I'm just telling So you. what is this segment about? Sports talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> like we haven't been doing I'm that the whole show. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we, are sports t- we are a sports podcast. Mike. We yeah, are, absolutely. So yeah. We have to make sure everybody knows that it's sports talk. Exactly. So we're going to talk very briefly. We're not going to talk a lot of sports tonight. But what we're going to talk about really is the, the big thing I want to talk about. And Jay, you mentioned it too, is Antonio Brown. And how he has been such a drama queen over the last week about his God, helmet. It is so. Well, I wouldn't even say the last week. He's been a drama queen for the last three years. Yeah. Well, true, but I mean, he goes to the Raiders, and you heard about his foot injury and what what actually happened, right? Yeah, oh, it was yeah. in a cryogenic yeah. thing. Yeah, and he didn't, and he wear, didn't the wear proper. Way. Yeah, he didn't wear proper uh, uh, whatever socks or shoes or whatever, and he got frostbite. Really bad frostbite. Yeah. So he's still in treatment. He's not even in training camp yet. He still has to have treatment for that. But then he did say last week that he was going to quit football if he couldn't wear the helmet he wanted to. Right. Come on, Antonio. You're making, you just signed a $50 million contract and you're going to cry about a helmet? Come on. Well, I wonder how much. That was impeding his vision and he could get hurt. Oh. That's what it was all about. So now he did go in front of the board on Monday. They obviously declined. Because the way the the rule changes now, if it's ten or ten years or older, they're not allowed to use these helmets anymore in the NFL. Now, Tom Brady also had to do the same thing, mm-hmm. and he spoke out about that. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you guys heard though, with Antonio Brown, he kind of found a little bit of a loophole, and uh, basically on his Twitter account asked if anybody out there has a in a, the the shut. Air Pro helmet or whatever the frick he was trying to find <laughs> is uh, basically he's looking for one from 2011 because apparently they still made that type of helmet in 2011, but the manufacturer stopped like supplying them. But there mm. very well could be one out there somewhere in the United States. 
Well, he actually came across one, and he offered a signed Raiders jersey for whoever had one of these helmets. So hmm. he found a way around it. Um, now it still has to get inspected and, like, whatever. They still have to somewhat approve it, but there really isn't any reason they shouldn't approve it. Um, it'll be interesting now, though, if he, that actually does happen, will Tom Brady try something along those lines? Because hmm. he also was complaining a little bit about, you know, he wore the same helmet for the last four Super Bowls. So. Yeah. Yeah, well. And he lost two of them. Yeah. How about how about this, Antonio? <laughs> that work out, yeah. 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 Exactly. How about this, Antonio, if you're listening? Um, quit being a crybaby and a drama queen and just play football. You're supposed Ooh. to be one of the best wide receivers in the league. Just go out and prove you're a great wide receiver. You can wear a helmet, and if you're really that good, it shouldn't matter what helmet you wear. Just play football. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, I will say, it, I mean, and, and stay out, stay out of the cryogenics and getting frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I mean, I thought it was pretty ridiculous when I heard it because he was literally, it was kind of being brought up like he was gonna actually like retire over this, which is ludicrous. That's just nuts. Yeah. Um, but he seemed to handle it pretty well on his Twitter feed. Once they denied it, he's just like, "I'm ready to go play football. Let's just do this thing." Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, he found that little bit of a loophole. He'll kind of get his way, I guess. Um, but I think it will be interesting to see if anyone else, you know, yeah, does anything about this as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about is uh, Andrew Luck. So Andrew uh, Luck yeah. is hurt again. And he did get NFL Comeback Player of the Year because he was out most of the season two years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he just likes getting that award. I <laughs> <laughs> that may be it. But, you know, at first it was supposed to be just a calf injury, a calf muscle injury and all that. Now he's got some kind of bone injury down by his Achilles tendon. That It's a high ankle sprain. Oh, is that what they're calling it now? Yeah, they're calling it a high ankle sprain. Yesterday they were calling it a bone injury that they weren't sure how long he'd be out. Hmm. Yeah. He so, definitely will not play in the preseason. Um, so I guess we'll have to just kind of see how that goes. But, yeah, he's a good quarterback, but, boy, he sure is injury prone. Yeah, and and honestly, his backup is one of Mike's old boys. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. And I mean, uh, really, Paul, I think you should take him in your fantasy football draft. Jacoby. No, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm <laughs> nice try, Jay. I'm a lot smarter. I'm just than trying that. to give you some advice, man. I mean, <laughs> oh. I did win it last year. No. Oh, oh, okay. Paul, cool. I would take Chase Winovich for sure. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't draft defensive players, but that's okay. Not in my league, you don't. Hey, I whatever. am in a league that you do, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, I heard the other day that there's a very slight possibility that, um, you know, if Andrew Luck doesn't get healthy or if he can't perform the way he's supposed to, that, that the Colts could trade him. Mm. Yeah. Who, I just, who yeah, would take maybe. him? I mean, who would know, take him? Who, they who? seem to be pretty high on Brissett. I mean, they, I saw an article, the, the, the owner or the GM, and he is, you know, they're all in on him if Luck can't play. Yeah, you could be right, Paul. That you could be right. Well, I was right about. I, know, I was right I about who would take him. Yeah, I don't know who would take him either. I was right about Tim Tebow. That's all I got to say. <laughs> he was. Did you? Speaking of Tim Tebow, real quick, did you hear he's actually out for the rest of the baseball season because yeah. he cut his hand somehow? Oh, just, he is playing for the minor league in the Mets. Just like oh, last year, he same thing. He went out with a hand injury. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. So. All right. Well. uh Let's uh, let's get this show wrapped up. 
We'll talk more about training camp and NFL in the we next will? couple of weeks. Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank God. We're so close. Michael. We're so close to the regular season, Michael. Okay. And then we're going to have our heating fantasy up. football segment. It's going to be say, It's heating up now, man. Oh, it's, oh, it's starting to heat up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting hot in here. So, uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's get the show wrapped up. Let's get the final take in. Final take it is. Alrighty, guys, it's been a great show. Um, I am going to keep this brief. We're going to get this show over with. I got a couple quick things to talk about. First thing is um, something that really just bothers me. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, it bothers me. Here we go again. It bothers me. What bothers me? You want hot chips? Oh, God, shut up about the hot chips. I'm so hungry right now, and I don't have any. I'm sorry. Um, No, what bothers me? I may wait another week. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. What really bothers me, if I can finish my sentence, is sure, uh, these NFL players that um, the, the the holdouts in the NFL. For example, uh, Le'Veon Bell last year set out the whole season, ends up in in New York, and his contract per year is only about five hundred thousand more than Pittsburgh was offering him. But yet he held out the whole season. He still had a year left on his contract. Okay. This year, you got Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, Washington's uh, lineman, uh, Trent Williams. That's, they're all holding out. They want more money. That's cool. I get that. Um, but Ezekiel Elliott has two years left on his contract. Play out your contract. At least get to the final season of your contract. Ne- try to negotiate, but play damn football. You're talking about Ezekiel? I'm talking about all of them. Those sons of Quit. bitches. I mean, I understand, you know... Is it um, Melvin Gordon's? You know, only gonna make like five million this year. Oh wow, so sad. You're breaking my heart, Melvin. Sorry if you're listening. He's only gonna make five million. He's on his rookie contract. Oh, that sucks for him. You know, and I get it. Other and other running backs are making you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen million a year. I get that, and you could probably deserve that. He wants a trade. He's not gonna get it. But no reason to trade him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. They'd be stupid to trade him, honestly. But uh, I'll also add, like, yeah, I agree with you. These holdouts are ridiculous. But also the guys that aren't holding out there are trying to get new contracts, like Dak Prescott, who was offered $30 million and yeah. turned it down. And he wants 50 That's insane. He's right. done nothing. Yeah, I exactly. agree. It's, to- it's, just, it's just stupid. Ezekiel has done nothing. Uh, Jerry Jones came out. Uh, last week or the week before and said that they can win a Super Bowl without a running back like Ezekiel. That just shows right there that the owner says, you're not worth that. Play yeah. football. Yeah, I mean, you don't hear about this stuff with the Patriots. Nobody holds out. Everybody does their contracts. Everybody does it. And you, and Tom Brady is, he doesn't get paid near what he's probably Tom Tom Brady like. just redid his contract, by the way. He's now yeah. making $23 million a year. Right. But that's still way lower than still. other guys. <laughs> no, I agree. But he's also at the end of his career, and he's not going to be playing for much longer. So, so. says you. Anyways, we're not going to get into that. That's not what my 50, final baby. takes on. You don't know what you're talking that's, about. That's, yeah. So <laughs> I just want to say, you know what? Play football. I'm tired of these multi-million-dollar running back quarterbacks, wide receivers holding out, not playing football. The fans want to see you play. 
play damn football. So big daddies, big final yeah, take I, I, is play football. The other thing I got real quick is uh, I saw this on online the other day. It's the uh, the top five best college football states in the country based on uh, states with a minimum of two Power Five conference schools, mm -hmm. and it's their winning percentage all time. So Don't real quick, man. Huh? Don't tell me. Don't tell me the armpit of America is in that list. Hold on. So oh, number boy. five, number five, Georgia. They've got Georgia and Georgia Tech, sixty percent winning percentage. Number four, Pennsylvania. They got Penn State and Pitt, sixty sixty-two percent winning percentage. Number three, Florida. They got Florida, Miami, and Florida State, sixty-three percent winning percentage. Wow, three teams only sixty-three yeah. percent. Number two, Alabama. Really. They got Alabama and Auburn, 66% winning percentage. And number one, Michigan. With Michigan and Michigan State, 71% winning percentage. Bam. Boom. We're done. That's a final thought, take. I thought right you were going to say Ohio State, armpit of America. I'm glad you didn't. No. And uh, they, they're just not good enough. They they don't have another Power 5 team in, uh, in their state. And yeah, uh, saw just something nice. online that said they can't even support the Ohio Bobcats. <laughs> That's true. Cincinnati was. No, they're not. But anyways, so that's all I got. Great show tonight. Find us on iTunes. We're there. Search Hanging with the Brothers. We have our new Facebook page. Search Hanging with the Brothers. We have 100 people following us on Facebook already. And uh, Hundreds. We're on Twitter, at, at HWT Bros. You can send us an email, hangingwiththebrothers at Gmail. Soon we'll be everywhere else, Michael. We will, Big Daddy. Great show, you guys. Look forward to next week. All right. Big Daddy's out.